What is going on, guys? My name is Mac. Across from me, lifelong friend, basketball connoisseur, Garrett Howe. And also, we have back in action for the first time in God knows how many episodes. We got executive owner, president of All You Need to Know, this show we talk about everything, learn about nothing. Quinn Eaton is back yep. in the building, in the cast. For what is our 16th installment in the pinnacle of basketball podcast, the Press Breaker podcast today, guys. And guess what, guys? NBA what? basketball is back, man. NBA regular season basketball is here. And we're just going to dive, man. That's what we got to do. You know, we got to deep dive. We got to dissect. We got to analyze. We got to overthink everything and yeah it's good to be back uh i'll go ahead and just put out a disclaimer i have not watched any nba basketball so far this season so i'm not sure how useful i'll be but i have looked at multiple uh nba meme twitter accounts uh so i should be able that's to all you provide need to know some, some information you're more you're more versed than i am yeah. your ben simmons material is gonna be crazy yes you're, you're a lot about of ben to be... simmons and uh LeBron James already trading away Russell Westbrook. A lot of those memes. <laughs> I'd trade him. Just trade him for a bag of chips. Be the same thing. Oh, dude. Speaking well, of, uh, Adrian Wojnarowski just tweeted ESPN story on the ongoing standoff between Ben Simmons and the 76ers. Hey, he's got back pain, dude. They need to watch out. He's not mentally ready to play basketball. I agree. And he has back pain. That's what he said. That's what he told him. And I think that is just... I love it. I love it. Yeah. Uh, What's on the docket today, though? What are we talking about? Well, we're going to go into... Me and Mac are going to go through about four or five overreactions apiece. Mm. Going to go with our favorite team stats, okay. our early season awards, and then our favorite individual player stats. Maybe a notable player stat. Early season awards? Like how many games? Season, no, season awards. Oh, like literally one. Early. We're gonna we're gonna say like er like so way too early way too early predictions. Predicting. Okay, yeah. got it. Uh, but before that, I saw something today that apparently Zion has hit the three hundred pound mark. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, dude. Welcome <laughs> to the club, Zion. It's good to have that you, is man. Not the way he should be trending. You know, it's funny, Mac, that I said to you last week that he was out because of obesity, and now it seems to be. The case really, it, it's coming true. I spoke it into existence. That's Poor not guy, that's dude. Good. It's not his fault though, man. Like it's really not his fault, and I'll say that because I know for a fact that gumbo down in Nola has to be hitting different. So like, it's not his fault, man. Like his mom, his mom is actually his dietitian. I learned that yesterday. So you oh, know no. his mom's just making the gumbo down in Nola. It's like, oh come on, Zion, get you two more platefuls. Yeah, he gets the gumbo, then he goes down the street, gets some beignets for dessert. That's probably the Ooh, that's yeah. probably the Then he comes home schedule. and takes Mountain Dew and plays two K. I saw another a meme about that. It was like who in the world on Zion's team thought it was a good idea to put him put him on a couch looking fat with a bowl of chips and Mountain Dew sitting in front of him. <laughs> when that's when that's already the conversation. <laughs> that's like a gamer meme. Mountain Dew and he, the Doritos. He can overpower any person, I think, in the NBA. But he can't overpower himself when it comes to not eating a ton of food, it seems like. And he is not going to be 
I think, the best player that he could be if he doesn't drop weight because the longevity of his career. Oh, yeah, his knees are going to be just screaming for help. I give him two years at his current weight, and he's gone. Oh, come on wow. now. Two no. years, and, he's, and he busts, and he's out. No. Man. Or no. or unless he starts playing like Anthony Mason, if Dude, you guys know who that is. A 30, yes. A 33-year-old Shaquille O'Neal was 300 pounds and played. No yeah. way. Dude, no way Zion only lasts two years, man. I'm telling you, dude. It's a different game now. And it's also a little different because Zion's vertical is like 40 inches and Shaq's was probably like 20. 39. 25. If, I mean, Shaq might have had a, that good of a vertical. Magic Shaq could have very, very yeah, well. Very, easily. Very well could have had a 39, 40 inch vertical. Think of how, how high Zion can jump right now at 300 pounds. So that means if he lost 50 pounds, then he could touch the jump out the gym. Like the top of the backboard with his head. That's That's like my argument. Is if I was him, why wouldn't I want to lose fifty pounds and just be faster and jump higher? That just make him way better. It's probably because he plays for the Pelicans. That's true. That's another thing I saw. Maybe he's just trying to eat his way out. <laughs> like Harden, we all thought Harden yep. was fat with that uh, warm up on, and then he came to Brooklyn, and he's just all of a sudden skinny again. Yeehaw. Yeah. Oh well, but that's uh-huh. not that's not an overreaction, right? That's a appropriate reaction. That that's just the fact. Pounds. That's so, just a fact. Let's, I'm interested in hearing these overreactions. All right. Here, I'll lead off, Mac, and we'll just do like we have been with the list, just going back and forth with this one. Okay. All right? So I'll go first. My first overreaction, Harrison Barnes back, scored 36 <laughs> last night. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Scored 36, career high. Eight made threes, career high. Harrison Barnes back? I mean, come on. Maybe. Is he? Okay. Doubt it. I'll, you know what? Is that all you got to say? That's, I'm, unless you got something to add on Harrison Barnes. I don't. I, I don't. I, no, I, I'm done like, uh, he's a UNC boy, but I'm done liking Harrison Barnes, man. There's nothing. To talk I'll do about you him. one better, though. Okay. Patty Mills, back. 21 points off the bench for Brooklyn in their opener? Hey, Patty what? Mills never left, though. Oh, come he on. Just, Patty left. I don't, he kind of left. I didn't know he was on Brooklyn. I didn't know he was played for the Nets. Yeah. yeah. So he'll always be a spur to me. That's right. That's true. He's wearing though. the same colors. Yeah. Yeah, that's fair. Uh, side note about Brooklyn. They are just trying to do exactly what the Lakers do by signing a bunch of old dudes and hoping it works. But Brooklyn's problem is they're signing a bunch of old forwards instead of yeah. guards. And I think that's going to be a real, like Paul Mills having the Marcus Aldridge being your bench guys. Don't know about it. Do yeah. not know about it. Yeah. All and- right. You know, that's not... Oh, yeah, go ahead. No, no, no. I was just going to say that, like, that's not too, like... That might not even be, like, an overreact. You know what I mean? Like, that's... No, that's just me saying. Yeah, like, you're just that was That facts. was a sidebar. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Next overreaction. Jaden McDaniels, Depoy, oh. had four steals, three blocks last night. Not bad. Yeah, like... He can definitely, he has the athleticism to be like a super, super good defender. It's just a man, it's just a matter of can he apply himself on the defensive end. Yeah, so I think that since like he is like super long, pause, that uh, <laughs> he can definitely average above two steals and two blocks just because forwards don't have like that, like the length like that. Like, and he's just as athletic as the rest of them. So I yeah, think that'll kind I of agree. play the, So yeah. 
Okay. I just typed in on Google who is Jaden McDaniels. So <laughs> Slenderman seems like a good yeah, yeah. 2020 uh 28th pick. How about yeah. that? That's right. Look at those arms. He, he is arms. long arms, yeah. Here's a heavy overreact, which to be honest, it's heavy right now, but give it a month and it might not be so heavy. Jordan Poole, second splash brother, replacing Clay Thompson. I love it. Because uh, so far Jordan Poole stays healthy. Clay Thompson doesn't anymore. And so. Jordan Poole, it just seems like this confidence from Curry that he can pull from anywhere and make anything at any time, it just stems to Jordan Poole. Like he does not care. Like he's he's playing like that manager, like the middle school manager that finally gets playtime on eighth grade night. And he's just pulling everything. Like he doesn't care. He's giving his all. Yeah. Uh did we talk about him recently? I think last week we talked about him just a tad bit. Look at that. He heard us. He's playing. He's playing out. Yeah. Uh here's one I know you're gonna like. Lamella Ball MVP combo. Hey. Thirty one points. What was it? Was it nine boards and seven assists, or nine assists and seven boards? Um, I can't remember. I think it was one of the two here. I got it pulled up right now. Um, regardless, Lamelo Ball, thirty-one, uh, seven assists, nine rebounds. Love it. With two steals. Love the stat line. I I think that I mean he he's not going to sustain thirty-one points all season, but the assists and rebound numbers is no surprise. The fact the <laughs> fact that he you know with his weird jump shot and with his ability to kind of slash and create. Him hitting seven of nine from three should should scare the league. Yeah, that's the game changer for them because they yeah. lost Devonte Graham, and that was his job was being the sniper. Yeah, and if Lamelo just takes over that role, then they're golden. Yeah, and also Quinn, you'll like this. Gordon Hayward, twenty-seven points. Ooh, I was just about to look that up, so you beat me to it. He had yeah. a rough start, but he pulled it together there. Yeah, he looks good I too. Mean, I mean, it's only the, the opener, so. Gordon Hayward, a veteran now. Yeah, I think 12 years. He's old. Yeah, not old. I mean, he's kind of old. Did any of you guys? Well, I know Quinn. You said you didn't watch, but did you catch the double OT thriller? Uh, I'm. Uh, I really don't want to talk about it because I had money on the line mm. on that game. I which I would have lost it anyways. I made like a five way parlay parlay on spreads, and I would have lost it anyways because the Thunder didn't cover. Mm. But the Celtics were up obviously that whole game. And then they choked. Yeah. And then they came back to give me hope again. But, dude. And then they were leading in the second OT, and then they just threw it in my face and said, hey, suck it. And it really, really killed me. How about Jalen Green, man? 46 points, nine rebounds. You mean Jalen Brown? I said Jalen Green. You did say Jalen Green. Sorry, I got the wrong color as the last name. Jalen Brown. 46 points, 9 rebounds, 6 assists, 3 steals, a block. Like, that kid came to play, man. Like, everybody's always seen Jalen Brown as, like, Jason Tatum's sidekick. But I really think that this season we're going to see Jalen Brown take his, like, prowess as a two-way player. And we're going to see him put up amazing defensive numbers while also being able to score the ball amazingly. And yeah, it's going to be more of a dynamic duo now, for that, sure. Dude, that duo, I hope they stay together for, like, 10 years. Let all Truly. these let all these older guys that are still dominating, like KD, Harden, LeBron, Russ, let them get out of the league. And I really want to see, I really want to see Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum dominate the NBA. Even if it's only for, like, two or three years, I just really want to see it. Was that one of your overreactions? No, I, I, I was just kind of, I was just kind of talking. 
I'll be honest. Okay. I kind of got carried away. I'm sorry. That's that's fine. I didn't, I follow, I didn't sure. follow the itinerary. I'm sorry. You, if you don't, if you do that again, we might have to have a conversation outside the podcast. Okay, that's okay. Uh, what is your third overreaction? Um, what, what you got? Toronto sucks. I love it. Um, My number four coincides with that a little bit, not totally, but uh, but you know, nah. I mean, that's all right. You had Malachi Flynn who didn't play. You had uh, Sam Decker who didn't play. You had Pascal Siakam who didn't play. Um, and it really just comes down to what are they going to do? They fell into the same trap that they did when Dwayne Casey was there and he was the coach. If the Raptors ever went down in the game, Dwayne Casey would just say, give the ball to DeMar, ISO, let him carry us out of, out of the negatives. And they kind of did that. Um, if you look, I can't remember who it was. But yeah, Fred Van Vliet took 20 field goals, only made five of them. Really, it just came down to efficiency. And it's also, it's an overreact because they just had a bad night. They just couldn't get the, they couldn't get the basket to fall. Starters for Toronto shooting 25%, 17%, 38%, 42%, 37%. Gross. So it's just like, they just couldn't get the ball to fall in the cup, which is fine. You know, you're going to have games like that. But to uh, be fair, on the other end... Washington didn't shoot well either, so they should have been able to capitalize. I mean, yeah, both teams were under 100, which is kind of wild for an opening night because there's usually not a lot of defense going on, yeah. even though uh, Bulls and Pistons are the same thing. But And that's my number four leading into that. The Bulls stink? Question mark? <laughs> uh, I mean, come on. It's the Pistons, no Cade Cunningham. Like, that should be just such a wash. Like... 20-point win, don't care if it's opening night or not. It should never be a ball game where you have to grind out and make free throws at the end of the game to win by six with the roster that the Bulls have. Come on. you got to give some time for them to mesh, though, right? Yeah. I mean, Also, the Pistons. The... Sorry, what was that one? I was just going to say the Heat, you know, whenever the Bosch, LeBron, Wade came together, it didn't come together right off the bat. So give the Bulls a couple. I mean, the, the overreactions, I understand, but, I mean, it's only been one or two games. I Real think, quick, so. Mac, before you get going here, I was going to say that to myself, but then I was like, wait, in the preseason, they scored like 140 points on the Cavs. <laughs> that's so <laughs> that's why that's why I was like, chemistry, not a factor. They've got it. Yeah. But maybe that was just, a, you know, an outlier. And to be fair. And they'll get back to it. I don't know. To be fair, it also stinks that – Javante Green, Alizé Johnson, and Troy Brown played a combined 29 minutes in the game, and none of them oh. scored. Elise, or however you say, or however you say his name, Alizé jo- Johnson, fella, sucks. Yeah, yeah he's he had not that, that great, one, man. He had that one game last year where he had a 2020 game. God knows how. Yeah, I don't know. And it's and everybody just thinks he deserves a contract now, and he doesn't. Yeah, he's had the so Bulls many games starters. where he just. No, um, I'm getting uh, ahead of he sucks. Sorry. No, go ahead. He um, sucks. The Bulls starters, they played great. Um, They were a little inefficient, but I mean, DeMar scoring 17, Vucevic scoring 15, which could be up a little bit because his matchup was uh, uh was Isaiah Stewart. Um, So he could have been up. Zach Levine scoring 34. That's just normal Levine normal. things. Not on you, Levine. <laughs> you get a pass here. Uh, But Lonzo only totaling 12, 6, and 4, which I guess is all right. But the Paul only getting six points. It, I mean, it really just came down to their bench. In all honesty, their bench couldn't really step up. I mean, even Ayo Dosunmu, who is, or Ayo, I keep saying Ayo, but it's Ayo. 
Ayo Dosunmu should have been a spark plug off the bench. Same with Alex Caruso. They combined for 10 points. So. Yeah. Uh, I had a buddy watch the game. He apparently said that uh, Dosunmu had like a sequence on offense where he had a wide open kick out for three as he was driving. He decided to not take that and instead drove for a layup and got his uh, stuff packed into the ground. Mm. So. Rookie, just rookie things. Yeah, I mean it'll it'll come with time. I didn't come with a prepared list of overreactions, but I do have one that I would like to share. This is this is my sole overreaction. Okay. This feels like the third NBA season that has started in like the last six months. I I don't I don't know if anyone else feels that way, but another NBA season is starting, and it feels like the bubble season started maybe five months ago. But in all reality, that was like a year and a half ago. That was, and then there was another ago. full season, but in between, it's crazy. Yeah, I just it's it's hard to keep track. It feels like there there have been like four NBA seasons back. It's in the weird two years. to think that the bubble was Toronto defending their championship, and the bubble seems like it was yesterday. And now we've had now we've had three finals winner or two, I guess, since the on the uh, way to three on the way to three since the Raptors won it. It's just. Yeah, it seems like everything's been jam-packed because of COVID. Everything's been crammed together. But honestly, that just makes for more basketball. So mm. I can't really hate. Yeah, I think they're on pace now, like back to normal. So yeah, we should they be are. good to go. Yeah, we're awesome. We're looking good for the season. I did, I looked for like the first three months, didn't see any back-to-backs. Love to see it. Everybody gets the break in there, you know? Back-to-backs Love stink. It. They're terrible. Everybody sucks after, after a back-to-back. Basketball's yeah. worse. However... Back. There should still be basketball on every night just because I'm, I'm greedy and I want to watch basketball every night. So, I agree. All right, what's your fourth overreaction, Mac? Uh, you know, I was trying to look for one, and to be honest, there really isn't one besides, I hate to go back to the game we just talked about, but Chicago and Detroit, Killian Hayes got the start, which is kind of nuts to me, and I know it's because Cade was out, but there's so many other people you could have played, man. Like, you could have played Corey Joseph. You could have started Frank. him. You could have Wait, st- Frank started, didn't he? Yes, Frank Jackson did start. You could have started Hamadou Diallo. You could have started Josh Jackson. And obviously, they're not point guards, but you know what I mean. You could have shifted positions around to make it happen. But not only that, but Killian Hayes played 20 minutes starting and didn't score a single point with a minus 11 plus minus. Oh, six, baby. Only totaling two assists and five rebounds as well. It's like, I get Killian Hayes was sought after coming into the league. We gave him a season, but now it's time. You really got to step that step that stuff up, man. Like, you really just got to play the game, and you've got to develop, and it just seems like he's going nowhere with his development, which is sad. But uh, I'm going to give him till he plays with Cade Cunningham. I'm going to give him that time, and then if he still sucks with somebody better, then yeah. I'm I'm out on him. If he has like somebody else facilitating the ball, then yeah, I'm out. Yeah. Uh, I have another overreaction. Not really an overreaction. I'm just gonna say it real quick. 76ers better without Ben Simmons, maybe, but they also play the Pelicans, so maybe not. And the Pelicans kind of suck. Their roster's terrible. I looked at it last night, and I kind of wanted to gag. Pelicans um, roster is terrible. Yeah. Ooh. Yeah, they like are. It. I'm looking at it right now. Why is yeah, Tom- Why like- is Tomas Sadaransky only playing eight minutes a game? He's better. See, than there that. you go. Yeah, he is. Like, Why is Willie Hernan Gomez not playing? See, right? Their roster is bad. 
like losing to Butler, losing Lonzo. Dude, some of these deep bench players that made a debut opening night, I don't know them. Is that bad? Am I a casual? Like Najee Maybe Marshall? You are. I don't know who that is. Heard the name, never seen his face. So I'm pretty much with you. And like um, for Cleveland, they had a guy play. No, no, maybe it was maybe it was Memphis that had a guy play. No, never mind. I, never mind. Um, ignore that. Sorry, there was one. On... There was one game that a guy got like considerable amount of playing time, and I had no idea who he was. Yeah, there's a few teams that are gonna be like that. I think this season it's gonna be a bunch of G League dudes. But then again, just, but then again, two years ago, of. I didn't know who Jay Sean Tate was, and. You know, now he's a, I would say he's a household name, you know. He's, he's definitely not. I don't know who he is. <laughs> well, he's you know, a, he's a good guy. He's a good he, player. He's a good, he's a good defender. He's a small forward on Houston who got rocked last night. And I'm going to go ahead and lead that into my favorite team stat. Uh, I actually have two that I'm going to rattle off real quick because they kind of are on opposite ends of the spectrum. Uh, my first favorite team stat is that the Timberwolves had 18 steals, which is wild because they ranked 28th in team defense last year, which is bad, right? Really bad. And yep. then my other team Third stat, worst. which, yep, my other team stat, which is a, a, a complete flip flop, the Pacers had two steals last night, only two well, steals. Yeah, one of the most, one of the most disciplined defending teams in the league, maybe the most, in all honesty. And how about, sorry, I hate, I hate to like sidetrack, but, uh, go ahead. How about Sabonis, man? He's so good. Taking all the so hate in the off good. season and just turning it around. Like, you, you know, it's like, it's crazy that he like every, like most nights he can make a case for him being like a, a top big, like some nights he is probably the best big statistically. Yeah. And that's not a wild thing to say anymore. Cause he like, his stats are just insane. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, and also, well, I don't know if we're going to get there or not, so I'm not going to say anything. Actually, yeah, I will say it. Chris Duarte played like he had Who been in the he? league for five years. He's the uh, shooting guard. No, yeah, I know. I'm just saying, like, oh, look at this guy. Came out of, like, what? Came out of Oregon, right? I think so. Was, like, top 15 pick. I'd never heard of him before he got drafted. But, yeah, here he comes and goes three He's of making three a name. from three. He's doing what Cam Thomas did in the summer league. Yep. And that big three—I don't really want to call it a big three—but um, but the big three of him, Sabonis, and Brogdon, get Karis LeVert back. Mm. Mm. Not bad. Miles Turner just keeps being average. That could help. Yeah, because he was pretty average last night. Uh, but yeah, what? Let me let me hear your team stat that you liked or you didn't like or just you noticed. Let me um, let me get one from you. Well, I wanted to relate it to Toronto again, but I kind of already hit on everything. So from what I saw, um, the the other thing I was going to say was Indiana, unfortunately. I know everything just happens to fall on what we were just talking about. They played an eight-man rotation. And their, bench, their, their bench combined for 14 points, which is not the greatest. However, they only got, um, or the team they played, sorry, the Hornets, who I think had one of the most uh, turnovers per game in the league last year, only had eight turnovers last night. 
Yeah, almost that almost made my team stack because that's pretty crazy. Which is nuts a... because you have the team who I think, if I'm not mistaken, threw the most lobs last year. And you have, I think they were top 10 in assist. So, like, obviously, you know, just the way basketball works, the way anything works. The more times you do something, the more times it's liable to go wrong. So, you know, since they're, you know, throwing lobs and they're getting assists a lot, they're just naturally going to have a lot of turnovers because not, not every lob's going to go down. Not every pass is going to get to its target. So for them to only have eight turnovers last night is a really good sign. Yeah, I agree. Uh, I was going to say, the Hornets just looked good. They were down like 20, maybe 25 at one point to the Pacers and brought it all the way back. Yeah. So, I mean, they didn't look good, but they they persevered. Like, yeah. that's how they looked good. They grinded it out and didn't give up on the game just because it was night one. Yeah. But Also, um, I wasn't aware, but is Book Knight injured? And is Kai Jones injured? Because na- neither of them played last night, but Jalen well, McDaniels did, uh, and Ish Smith and Kobe know, Martin. But all I know is that the Hornets have three centers on their bench that probably need a shot over Mason Plumley, just because they're young and they might add something. And none of them played, and like you said, Cody Martin played, and he's just—it's like putting one of us three out there at this point. I feel like I just don't. I mean, like, I to be he fair, he averaged 10 points a game last year. But know, the thing but is, he I played one game. Like... <laughs> that was one game. Listen, the Martin twins were good in college, but I think it's just time to move on. I think that it's cool they're twins. It's cool they're on the same NBA team, but let's just let's get over that. Oh, also, I'm super sorry. I didn't realize, but that's counting toward this year's stats. Yeah, he actually averaged four I, I points knew... a game last year. I Sorry. knew you're you're gonna get yeah. back to that. Sorry, but yeah. still replaceable. Even at even if it was ten points for last year and it was a whole year, I would still say that they could find somebody else to do that. Yeah. Honestly, like um, you're a young team. Yeah, you're a fringe playoff team, but you have the chance to make something special out of your players with Kai Jones, JT Thor, Book Knight, Vernon Carey, even Nick Richards. Man, like he could be solid. Yeah, they don't just know. Go that. ahead and play them, man. Like. Yeah, you might be a fringe playoff team right now, but wouldn't it be better to develop your young pieces and become a contender in two years instead of a fringe playoff team that's going to lose in the first round anyway this year? Yeah, because imagine they deploy a big old bench lineup with a mix of Richard Richards, Carey, and uh, uh, Kai Jones, just like a mix of them at the four and the five, because Thor can play the three. Like He's a big dude. He's like I think he's like 6'9". But he like he can easily play okay. the three. He's got he's got the shot. So I think they should try and deploy something like that. But that's just whatever. Borrego knows I don't. So <laughs> he knows something I don't. Yeah. But uh, all right. Season awards predictions. You ready? You ready to get? It? What? How you want to do this? You want to... way too early season awards? It is way too early. Yeah, Night way one. way too early. Yeah. But um. Uh, you want to like alternate? You should want me, want me to rail them off right here. Uh, just think? just rattle them off. We'll go. Okay. Is it rail or rattle? Should he know. rail them off or should he rattle them off? I don't know, dude. I'm gonna rattle the rail and get them off. He's gonna rattle the rail. All here right, we yeah, go. that works. Right, here we go. Strap in. All right, Coach of the Year, Steve Kerr. I think the Warriors are back. MVP, Luca. I, I mean, probably Giannis, but I would like to see Luca win it. Uh, Depoy. Giannis and like we talked about Jay McDaniels, I think if he could like use his 
uh, length athleticism properly. Dark Horse, super dark horse. Uh, six man, I have Jordan Clarkson again. Or uh, I have a Malik Beasley dark horse, depending on how they deploy him off the bench and if he actually stays being deployed off the bench because he's a fringe starter on most teams anyways. Uh, rookie of the year, Jalen Green. I just think Jalen Green's better than Cade Cunningham, honestly. It's pretty much the only grounds for that. Uh, MIP, could not think of a player. <laughs> um. Well, I it's weird that you somebody. say early predictions MVP to be Luka because he hasn't even played this season yet. So I didn't base it much off last night. I just went with my actual. Oh, okay. Well, I'm going to base mine off what we've seen this season. I love it. So with that, I, but... I MVP, I got to give it to Jalen Brown, man. I mean... Come on, forty six nine and six. Probably gonna be the most points for the opening week. I would he's, say he's fifty fifty eighty club right now. He's gonna create a new club fifty fifty eighty. <laughs> Imagine if someone actually got fifty fifty ninety. Whew, that'd be crazy. Um, okay, so what do we got? We got uh MVP. So next I'll go to sixth man of the year. Um, sixth man of the year. I'm gonna probably have to give it to. Uh, I don't know, man. Um, I didn't really notice anybody off the bench given like insane amount of production. Um, I think Joe Ingles scored fifty or scored fourteen points. Buddy healed. I think scored seventeen or something like that. So he maybe had a, he had a very solid night. So maybe a buddy healed. Um, it's not a bad pick, honestly, if you think about it. Yeah, yeah I mean, it's really not. Um, but yeah, six man. You know, didn't really see anything, so that's not that's nothing electric. Um, we'll go with most improved player. Uh, I just think that's going to be OG Ananobi. Just I, I I know he didn't really do much last night, but can't be shooting three seventeen. Yeah, I know, but you got your no, pass like with Luca, so I get my pass with OG Ananobi. I don't um, like it. I don't, I don't hate the thing. I mean, he had a double double at a small as at the small forward position, so that's kind of cool. Um. But yeah, I think I think he'll be he'll be a force on the deep or on the uh on the most improved uh ballot for defensive player of the year. Yeah, I'm gonna have to give it to Giannis just because it'd be foolish to not say Giannis. Um, so coach of the year, I'm going to give it to. Oh man, LeBron. Nah, I'm gonna give it. I'm gonna give it to Ime Udoka. Is that how you say his name? Don't ask us. I have no uh, idea. I Udoka was his first name. Yudoka uh, is definitely his last name. Okay, you're probably right. Mm-hmm. I just... There's, I no, there's Udoka, no pronunciation on basketball reference. I just looked. So, yeah, we're going to say Ime Yudoka, Boston coach. I really think Boston's going to come for the one seed this year in the East. I really do. Um, I'm just so... I'm so sold on Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum right now. And I know that's... That's uh, <coughs> crappy of me to say, being the Raptors fan or whatever, but I, I and do that's think. Not, yeah, that's not really an overreaction either because they, they looked really well, really good together last year too. I'm pretty sure mm-hmm. Jalen Brown still averaged like 23 or 24. Yeah, I mean, they were whatever, both all-stars. Them so. Yeah, so uh, I think it's almost better they got Kimba out. Like then, and I think they're if they realize they don't need to make a big three and they just need to let those two average 30 a game, they'll be just fine. Wait, what are you saying? They need to let Kemba I'm, go? No, I'm saying it's good that they did. Oh, okay. Like they okay. Let, I was about to say, because like brother, he's uh, yeah, he's on the Knicks. He's not there, yeah. 
We gave him that L last night. Yeah, it's the Kimba Revenge Tour. Actually, no, yeah, I think. Did Kimba even play last night? He did, yeah. Oh, yeah, he did. Yeah, he, he started. Yeah, he started. Yeah. And D Rose came off the bench per the huge. Ooh. Yeah, think about that. That's upgrade. my. Hey, I change it. Six man of the year, Derrick Rose. D Rose. That's mine. Ooh, good one. Yeah. Or Obi Toppin. Ooh, Obi. Yep. He had a good game last night after, I mean,. It looked like last year he was lost. He didn't belong in the NBA, and now he did not look good last year at all. Now he's got a little bit of confidence, and Madison Square Garden is shaking again. Ooh, uh, Mac, did you see the like minute minute long video of all the Knicks fans after the game on uh, Twitter? Uh, no, I don't think I did. What happened? All right, well, I'm gonna. It's just I showed it to Quinn. It is just Knicks fans going crazy. Like I'm gonna have to send it to you. And you'll have to watch it, but it is yeah. maybe one of the funniest clips i've ever seen because it's just talk about an overreaction i mean they were chanting f trey young and that he can't smoke on that boston pack like the knicks can oh like all this my talk. god yeah that's so funny that's so funny uh everybody was losing it and then also uh my rookie of the year i think that's the last one i have to do um mm-hmm. my rookie of the year i'm giving it to scotty barnes man bias toronto bias yeah i know i don't care i'm giving it to scotty did he play last night? Yeah, he started. I guess I just looked over his stats. And I guess I was paying he attention to Fred. Did, and OG, he really. did throw six turnovers. Normal. Rookie, six, just six, rookie things. Yeah, but he had 12-9 with an assist and a steal. No blocks, which is kind of crazy because he was guarding the uh, the uh, much shorter than him, uh, Contavious Caldwell-Pope. So... Uh... Kind of figured he'd get a few Sorry. blocks there, but he didn't. Sorry, I lost focus there for a second. I saw a notification about Deshaun Watson maybe getting traded, so I lost. Sorry. Uh, I'm back. Lost full. Any... Anyways. Uh, so, yeah. We did our season awards way too early. Season award predictions a little different, but I still liked what I heard. I didn't necessarily disagree with any of it. Imagine Jalen Brown wins MVP. You look <laughs> like a genius. I will you look, look like, like a freaking genius. Yeah. Uh. All right, uh, since we've talked about it, I'm going to jump into my individual player stat here that I liked. Jalen Brown, I wrote down in my notes, Jalen Brown, 46-point backpack in the garden, because that's what it was. It was a full-on backpack, because through the first half, I'm pretty sure, the first quarter, he scored like 23 or 24, and Tatum took like had taken like three shots, and it was like it was just the Jalen yeah, Brown Yeah, Jalen Brown had 20 points in the first quarter. I love it. I love it, honestly, because that adds a dynamic to the Celtics as well, like as far as furthering the duo talk, because it's like, all right, here's one of them. If you stop this one, we'll give you the other. Yeah. And you'll just have to. Yeah. Because nobody can guard both of them. I don't think there's a team that really can at this point. I uh, will say, well. I, I, <laughs> I hate to bring up the bias again, but Toronto, Scotty Barnes on one, OG and OB on the other. That's really the most ideal situation I could figure out in the NBA. Just a quick five-second skim of the league. But there's probably other ones, but you know, I just gotta get my Toronto talk out of the way. You know what I mean? Yeah, I was gonna say like maybe like a healthy Kawhi and Paul George, like duos like that. But it's getting to the point now where just players that good don't really get guarded anymore. You know? Yeah. It's like the talent level offensively is so good among the all stars and the superstars. They're just gonna score whether yeah. you try to stop them or not. Because like yeah, Tatum still scored like 25 last night and he missed 10 plus shots, but doesn't matter. He's going to find his ways to score. It's like James Harden shooting all those free throws. That's how he scores usually. That's like that's how he gets his 30 plus points is cuz he shoots 15 free throws cuz yep. he knows like that he just knows that's easy points. So, 
I agree. You got an individual player stat you liked? No, maybe one you hated. Um, we already talked about it, but Demontis Sabonis with thirty three and fifteen. I mean, mm-hmm. it's just nuts coming out season opener and doing that. I really hope he puts numbers like that up all season because he he needs he needs that respect. You know, a lot of the casuals out there they don't really know about Sabonis, man. But he's a two time All Star, or is he a one time? Uh, I think two. Yeah, he is a two-time. Two. He is a two-time All-Star, and he's really just breaking the mold that his dad had set in the NBA. Because you know his dad didn't really play like Demontis does. So yeah, totally different. Because his dad's like was like what seven three, seven four, yeah. massive dude. Yeah. He was burly. He was a real <laughs> yeah, dude. He was. I mean, seriously, like that's like the only way I could think of describing. He was just a massive dude. Yeah, the so bonus is like. Way more versatile. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, another stat that I didn't like: Jonas Valanciunas played like dirt last night, and I did not like to see that with him. Yeah. Getting, you know, pretty much the, he should be the second option right now, and he just did not deliver as well as I thought he would. I thought he'd be awesome. And I mean, he still is going to be awesome as night one, but I just—he's not somebody that you see is inefficient very often. Yeah. So I really didn't—I didn't appreciate that from him, to be honest. I was kind of yeah. saddened. And I hate that you went there. Because my next, uh, my next stat line comes from the same game, NAW man, Nikhil Alexander Walker, love it, twenty three points, it. man. It's about time he found his mesh in the league, and you know, is that too early? You know, could he just completely fade out like he has in other years or his other two years in the league? Maybe, but hopefully not. He has the he has the tools. You know, he has the lack of roster behind him to where he's going to get good playing time, and I mm-hmm. really, really, really hope to see him. Um, I really hope to see him shine this season, because he should. He's a good player. Yep. I want him to be on the Thunder with Shea so bad. Yeah, they're cousins. cousins. Yeah. I would just, I would love if, it would not be hard for the Thunder to get him, because they're low, he's a low-tiered player at this point. Yeah. Just like from what he's showed so far. So if they, if they throw a pick at him, which Sam Presti would never do, <laughs> he would never throw a pick away. But I wish he would. I'd love to see those two play together. And it would just add more to the Thunder's offense. They don't have a lot of offense anyways right yeah. now. So, Quinn, I've seen you looking up stats over here. I've got two, yeah, two stat lines that I'd like to talk about. Uh, first off, John Morant, 37 points against the Cavaliers. Shot 17 for 29. 58% from the field. Pretty good. One for four from three. It uh, looks like he's improved on his three-point shooting, though. And then six rebounds, six to six assists, and then one of the two blocks that he had was nasty. I saw it was, a video of that. Yep, I, I do agree. That I didn't one see block, it. It was a coast-to-coast on... Oh, man, can't, who did he block? Can't remember, but it was disgusting in a good way. It was Darius Garland, um, I think. Let's see who he blocked. Part of Sexland. Yeah. The other stat line that I wanted to talk about was a man who used to play like John Morant, Russell Westbrook. He went off for the Lakers, had eight points, shot 30% from the field, four for 13, <laughs> oh. 0 for four from three, had five rebounds and four assists. Yo, that man Russ I, was in his bag, man. I don't understand how he can't get better at three-point shooting because we just saw Giannis get exceptionally You're better speaking of exponentially in his bag. better holy speaking of in his bag Whew. like just during one offseason Giannis seems to have figured out a three-point jumper and then russell westbrook time and time again struggles from three and it just 
he never works on it. It just gets worse. I don't understand that because he's it's not going to work. The, the whole aspect of the Lakers having Russell Westbrook and LeBron James on the floor is not going to work. They're going to have to it's going to be one of those things where it's going to be good in the long run because you can sit LeBron and play Russell Westbrook one night and then vice versa. You can play Russell and LeBron can rest. It doesn't look like it's going to work that well on on the same floor, both of them playing. Uh, the only thing I think that could help is if Anthony Davis plays the five and it helps space the floor, but he doesn't want to. So I don't think the Lakers are are, are going to Here, – here's a hot take. Lakers will barely make the playoffs. Well, they did last year. I don't think it's crazy to think they do – because they have so many roster uh, changes, like, mm-hmm. all the time. And my thing with Russell Westbrook, I think this, like you said, him and LeBron being together, it's going to make Russ look like dog because he's not going to average 10 and 10 from rebounds and assists. He's going to be like what he did, 5 and 4, because the, that, that's LeBron's ball. Yeah. I just I – hate, I hate that this trade happened, or they signed him. I don't even know. Tra- sign and trade, I think. Sign and trade. This happened. Every single person out there says, this is not going to work. And everyone, I guess, in the Lakers organization was like, yeah, it's this gonna is going to work. It's going to work. And then it literally plays out exactly how everyone uh, said it would. And it's a small sample size, but it just doesn't it doesn't look like it's going to work out for the Lakers. Well, but I did like I did like Carmelo Anthony's uh, pump fake free throw. Oh, which Apparently, he said he hit his forehead. Yeah. They, We've all done that. They retooled their team wrong. They went 100%. after they went after you know old players who were once dom- like forces in their league. You know Dwight Howard, one of the most dominant big men ever. Rondo, one of the best passers ever. It's not it's not shy to say that he's probably a top ten passer of all time. Nope. Um, but they needed to load shooters up because you have AD who will hit the three, but it's not a consistent feat for him. And then outside of that, you don't really have any elite shooters besides maybe Malik Monk. So and he is. Like the definition of inconsistent, or yeah. at least he has been so far. I mean, you, we saw him get no playing time because of his inconsistencies in Charlotte. So that's why the Hornets. Yeah, that's why they dumped, they need people like Danny night. Green, which I know Danny Green literally scored zero points last night. But you need people like Danny Green, like Seth Curry, like Jordan Poole, like Kyle Korver. I know he's not in the league anymore, but like Kyle Korver, Steve Novak, Matt Bonner, people like that. Mars. Cor- yeah. Oh, dude. I'm so mad that you said that. Why? Because to segue into that, my one of my favorite stat lines of last night was Cork Moss twenty two points off the bench. He had twenty two. Yeah. How do I? How am I missing stats? How am I looking at things not seeing? He it? had twenty two so... with five assists. Didn't didn't clock a rebound, but hey, you don't need it. They got the win. Who cares? But yeah, he shot uh four for four from three, hundred percent. Shot 100% from the free throw line as well. He is currently 60-100-100 club. Dang. Now, that, now that's efficiency. That, now that's a club. <laughs> that is the cool kids club, man. Uh, yeah, that was pretty good. Uh, I'm trying to think if there's anything else I had from opening night. I don't think there is. What do you, you got anything else from opening night? Nights. Sorry. Uh, no, but just to kind of finish what I was saying... They just need the Lakers just needed to go out and get shooters, and they didn't do that. They just retooled the team wrong around those three players, and that's just really what's going to be their demise in the long run. I think. I think I think you'll see them realize that, and then try to reorganize the team. They're going to try to move some people around. They're going uh, to make moves trade, at the deadline to, for sure. Yeah, try to trade some people because they're not going to be in a good spot when it comes time to make the playoff push. Yeah, here's I agree. my thing. 
why not? They're paying Westbrook a ass load. So why not just have signed Dennis Schroeder for four years? Oh, wait, he declined it, didn't he? Yep. Never mind. Rewind. The, the only player Forgot that, that made that. sense. I don't even think DeMar DeRozan is the answer to the Lakers shooting problems because he can't shoot threes. So I, I think that they they should have pursued Bradley Beal harder, like crazy. Way harder than they did. And it just didn't work out. Lakers they should have threw their yeah. whole team and all their picks for uh for Bradley Beal and Davis Bartens. That's what they should call have done. Good. There you go. Call it good right there. Yeah. Also, letting the Caruso go. Mm. Yeah, it. it wasn't much of a Caruso last night, though. They, I will say, I don't know if I'd pay him $37 million either, though. So. Yeah, yeah, I can agree with that. But uh, oh, what else, what else do you got yeah. on the itinerary? That was the itinerary. That that was it. Uh, a couple games tonight. Uh, Mavs, which will be last night when this comes out, right? Correct. Yes. Yes. Will be last night. Uh, so what is it? Mavs, Clippers, and no, 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 no. Mavs, uh, Hawks, Mavs, Bucks, Heat, okay. Clippers, Warriors. That's the only three. There games you go. On tonight. I was trying to think of teams that hadn't played yet. And I knew <laughs> yeah. the Mavs and the Clippers had not played yet, and then Heat and Hawks, and those are the last four teams that have not played yet. So, basketball, basketball's back. It I is. won't start watching till probably January. I mean, so. that's a. I feel like that's pretty fair. I like watching it, but, but I know that some people the NBA is just not what it used to be for them. So I get that. I understand. I'm still in baseball and football mode, but I'm I never. I'm around. never in any mood besides basketball. It's a good thing you have a podcast about it then. Yeah. Hey, I watched the full Timberwolves game last night. I was happy to do it. Nice. Got me, got me rowdy. Yeah. Got you aroused. I mean, though. Oh, what? Pause. Oh. <laughs> what, Guys, uh... thanks for having me on. Yeah, this has dude. been this has been fun. Yeah. Welcome man. back. I mean, yeah, it I'm is. Ex- I'm excited. I'm excited to join in. You know, four or five more weeks after this one. I think that that'll be that'll be cool. Yeah. It's about time <laughs> that you. Uh... About time you graced us with your presence, man. Yeah, you just acknowledge us for once. I mean, come on, you act like you're busy. And I know you don't have anything I know. going yeah, on. Yeah, I, I mean, know. I mean, you. I know you write our paychecks each week, so like you, you know we exist. But you know, sometimes it gets yeah, lonely are, over here in the cold. Every corner. single week, every single week, you guys put out an episode. So that's why that's I try to keep writing the the checks, keep cutting the checks. Yeah. Maybe we should test it one week and see if we don't put an episode. You cut us a check. Yeah, we'll not cut a check. We'll see. We'll see if the secretary is really on her stuff. Oh. But anyway, guys, yeah, that is that's gonna wrap it up for the 16th episode of the Press Breaker Podcast, man. Shout out to Quinn for making it this week. Can't wait to see him back on the show. And uh, follow us on the social, guys, at Press underscore Breaker for all you need to know. Also, big news: we have a merch drop inbound. It will be live when this podcast goes up tomorrow morning. We are using Teespring. Uh, we have a box logo shirt going live on the site tomorrow. Um, all of that information will be available on our Twitter. Like I said, at press underscore breaker t-shirts, extremely cheap. We're going to gauge the engagement. I had to use gauge twice there. We're going to gauge the engagement go. on the sales and stuff. See if you guys are really interested. And if you are, if we get a few sales, we'll come out with some other designs and we'll just go from there. So yeah, guys, thanks for everything. Thanks for all the streams. 
Thanks for all the plays, the likes, the subscribes, the follows, all that stuff. We really appreciate it. And uh, be back next Friday, 9 a.m. Eastern, anywhere you can get podcasts with the 17th episode of Press Breaker Podcast. Stay safe, guys. Goodbye.